0: going He's on the track. He's
1: at the wall. See run for Judge. And the take nothing My boy Judge! We're starting off <clears throat> Dong City, July 20th edition. We have baseball this weekend. We are excited. We are happy. Aaron Judge is getting it off. <clears> throat> My throat is all fucked up. And we had Dongs this weekend. As you can see, we got a couple special guests. Matt Whalen, Sean Rizzori, AL NL West Preview, Vince Mercandetti, Roberto Martinez in the background. How's everyone doing today? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Excellent. How's it going, boys? Doing good.
2: Staying nice. inside. Staying cool. Good. Perfect. I am so glad you took care of the names there, Henry. I was really stressing about that. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Donk City. We've got Matt and Sean here, uh, our guest. All California edition, but we are going to discuss the Western divisions here preview for the season, the season right around the corner. We are three days away from Henry and I just making fun of everyone who didn't think there'd be baseball and uh, (laughs) we've got some special guests here. So let's get right into it. Uh, Sean and Matt, in case you haven't been watching, we're going to preview both Western divisions since you guys are playing each other this year and we're going to start from worst to first. Um, we've got Rob Martinez in the background. Rob's going to be handling our uh, special effects today, if you will, and we'll chime in from time to time. So here we are, at Dong City. Rob, why don't you uh, start us off here with our first team? We're going to go through each team and uh, and and talk about this. So here we go. It's the Seattle Mariners <laughs> that are the worst of the worst um, here to here to talk about it. So. Matt, why don't we start with you. Uh, as an Angels fan, Mariners are probably a little, you know, n- not a threat, but they're obviously in your division maybe a little closer to how the Angels performed last year. What are your feelings on the Mariners in the 60-game season in 2020? Uh, I don't have much feelings on that.
0: <laughs>
2: Do you think there's any like the upside the
0: there? Golf, their, their GM likes to trade off everybody. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. They're going to be the bottom of the barrel for sure. I think so for sure.
1: Last to his credit, question. he didn't. To his credit, he didn't make any trades yet. Not yet.
2: Yeah, I think he's confused by the short season. But I say, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right here off the bat. They've got the Astros are four. That's a brutal start. Uh, and then the Angels and A's, and then Angels again. So it doesn't get really any sort of easy until maybe mid-August, and even then you've got the Dodgers and Astros right in the middle of the month. So yeah, I don't like. Their, I don't like. You know, my thought process throughout the first two divisions when we discuss them is that if you're a bad team, you need a an easy start to the schedule and get some confidence going and get the wheels turning. The Mariners don't have that. I don't have to spend much time discussing it. I don't think they've got a shot. Sean, do you feel any differently? I know this isn't your division, but you will uh, beat up on them a few times this year. What are your thoughts on Seattle?
3: Um, I think what everyone else thinks they're lacking in talent and lacking in a, in motivation to win from the GM. Um, There's just lacking in fan support, right? There's not much going on there with Seattle.
2: Yeah, not not too much at all. Henry, do you have any other uh, any other input here before we move on? I, I
1: think they suck. I think their payroll <laughs> sucks. Their GM sucks. They have some talent. They had a lot of subtractions. If they win twenty games, I'd be surprised.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. By the way, Renee has entered to remind you that Puerto Rico is not getting baseball, <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> so we've got that right off the bat here. And um, yeah, I mean Rob, we can we can move forward. I don't want to make the same mistakes we've made the last two weeks by giving bad teams too much time. Yeah. So we'll move on to the Padres. So entering the NL here, uh, Padres came in last last year, obviously, but they are an up-and-coming team. I mean, I've seen them compared to kind of the White Sox rebuild. I don't personally like them as much as I like the way the White Sox are being built. Uh, and I also don't like that they're in the NL West competing with teams like the Dodgers when the AL Central, in my mind, is a little more winnable even in a 60-game season. So that's my main put, input on the Padres. I don't think they're quite there yet. I think they've still got some prospects who need to prove themselves and also come up to make this a better team. Uh, but they can be a pain-in-the-ass type team. You know, not going to win the division, but they can definitely uh, ruffle some feathers along the way. Yep. Schedule, to me, I, I think the Mariners wish they had this sort of start to the year, <laughs> and, and they don't. Uh, Diamondbacks, Giants, Rockies, that's not scaring anyone right off, you know, right to begin the season. That's my input. Henry, what do you think?
1: I think that team has a lot of uh, talent. It's just it's not their year yet. Give them a couple more years. I want to see Tatis grow a little bit more. I think it's going to be a season for him to just go off. Uh, but I, I don't see them competing in this division.
2: Sean, this is your division. This is your first uh, competition here, if you will. What, uh, As a Dodgers fan, first, talk to us about 2020, but also are you worried about this team down the line, knowing what you know about their farm system and their young guys? Well, the, the Padres used to be a team that would give the Dodgers fits, even in years when they weren't very good and the Dodgers were good.
3: But those days, you know, the Dodgers have been crushing them the last seven years. So, but I do agree with Henry that they have potential. I like them in a few years. You know, Tatis is going to be great, I think. They have some young arms, and they have a core that they can build around. But definitely not this year. I don't know about next year, 2023, 2024, a playoff contender. Not this year, though.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. They're like a salad without any sort of dressing or, like, anything <laughs> built on it. Like, they're just the lettuce right now for me. Uh, and, Matt, that's a perfect segue into your opinion as a food guy. What, uh, what, what, do you, uh, what are your thoughts on the Padres?
0: I mean, they will. I think they'll be dangerous in, like, a few years. I honestly think that. I wouldn't compare their rebuild to um, White Sox, like, like people have said. Um, plus, because they've been rebuilding for, what, 10 years now?
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: as <laughs> like like what will it take to actually like get some product mm-hmm. on the field and fucking get them to get it going?
2: Yeah, they can never seem to to finish off the rebuild and have a sustainable contender. Brian Horsewood in the chat gives them a 0 and several repeating zero decimals 0.1% chance of winning the division. So uh, Hey cool, our- baby our audience is is just as pessimistic as we are about the Padres this year but yeah I mean I I agree with all you guys I think there's a there's a future there it's just not yet uh schedule doesn't mean too much about me end of the year kind of boring too Mariners Angels Giants I don't personally know how many of those games will be relevant so I can't even pretend like they might play spoiler to anyone. So that's it. <laughs> Those are our last place teams, Rob. I mean, we honestly, though,
0: anybody can play a spoiler in the fucking – in the 60-game season down to the last week.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. My only point is that the opposition needs to be in playoff contention for you to spoil them. and and oh, yeah. I, don't I totally
0: know. agree with you on that. I totally
3: agree yeah. well, I was going well, to mention that the only obstacle to the Dodgers this year is the short schedule because, you know, they've won seven divisions in a row. But how many times were they – in command after 60 games you know several times they were not even in first at that not,
2: point. not many yeah you're right so, you
3: know, you're absolutely
0: right
2: it's the weird shit defense right like the, the 60 game season is fundamentally the only thing that can stand in the dodgers way of running away with this division yeah. i, I, I think, agree i think
3: a huge advantage for the dodgers is the dh though they're the one team that can throw a, you know near all-star out there the dh mm-hmm. spot.
2: yeah and i think and that's a big advantage I agree. We're going to get to their lineup for sure. And speaking yeah. of good lineups, speaking of California, Matt, we're back in your territory here. This is your Angels. Uh, I know Henry and I have some extra things to talk about the Angels here. But Matt, what do you what do you think of your team's prospects this year? Are you a playoff contender? Are you a wild card contender at the very least, or is this I think another we can year nope? Wild
0: card for sure. I know the lineup can definitely do it. The only thing I'm worried about is pitching, like always, is fucking pitching.
2: Yeah. What what do you think about your acquisitions with Dylan Bundy? And uh, I feel like there's been a, a couple other very generic Teheron. guys you acquired.
0: Yeah, we got Julio Teheran. Right. And uh, I think, that, well, Bundy right now, even starting of original spring training, he was fucking killing it, and he's killing it right now too in all the sim games. So I I don't know what the fuck they're doing with him right now, but he's fucking he's doing really good.
2: Yeah, it's comment section by the way is uh very big yeah, on crazy. angels lineup and not well, pitching so.
0: we have a fucking oh. a, a, a three-piece a fucking three-piece line of otani trout and rendon oh, who's man. not excited about that
2: yeah it, it's <laughs> perfectly fair sean you're uh the other end of this this state rivalry if uh, I'm you will just <laughs> yeah, trash where now, where, as, where are you with the Angels?
3: Now, as, as a Dodger fan from New York, uh, I've never had any real disdain for the Angels. And, you know, they beat the Giants in 0-2, and I loved that. That was great. So I don't have anything against the Angels. I don't find their fan base particularly – you know, they're not the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. They seem pretty laid-back California. I have no problem with the Angels, and I actually root for them in that division.
2: I like, Henry, that <laughs> this is like – It's basically the same thing as the Yankees and Mets, but Uh with, like, a shot at being Californian on top of it. (laughs) Exactly. I don't –
0: I honestly don't – I sometimes don't even understand the whole Dodgers-Angels rivalry. Like, other than being in, like, the same local, like, town or not even in the same town, like, there's no really any
3: rivalry there. I don't see much of a rivalry there. I, I compare it to the Giants and the Jets. They rarely play each other. Um, you know, they just happen to be in the same geographical location. Exactly. But I don't, they haven't, you know, they haven't had any playoff. They ever, they've never met in the
0: playoffs of the World Series. Yeah. So there's yeah. really no rivalry there other than – It's all about sharing Facebook the market. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind a fucking – a freeway World Series one day. That would, that, that would be great. That would be awesome.
2: I, I Hey, if it's like the New York one, the Dodgers are going to win. I hate to break it to you. Oh, fuck you!
0: <laughs> I don't know. Can they win a World Series, though?
2: Who would be?
0: Who would be? Who would be the Angels? Benny Abianni.
3: Hey, the Cubs won
0: a World Series,
3: right? <laughs> uh, and no, after trading an MVP, the Cubs <laughs> can win any team can win. Yeah.
2: This is the sort of rowdiness I'm looking for out of our uh, out of our Ooh, guest yeah. competitors here. Henry, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> any feelings on the Angels this year?
1: I mean, it's the same thing everyone says. The lineup is stacked. You know, one through five. La Trout, Rendon, Otani, Pujols. David know. Fletcher. Yeah. What's, where's Fletcher hitting? Uh, isn't he projected to be on the bench? No, he'll be starting a
0: lot. Okay. okay. Fucking Madden loves him, dude. He'll it's be on the field as much batting season, sort of eight on there. With,
1: You know, Goodwin is seventh, which he had a nice new year last year. I just... I, I like that lineup. I don't like their pitching whatsoever. I think it's uh, a bunch of question marks. You don't know what you're going to get from Otani. There's Andrew a lot of Heaney. potential
0: there, but there's it's not proven
1: yet. I mean, Andrew Heaney, Dylan Bunny, These they, these are guys that come in with question marks. You know. No, exactly. I, I don't in see a, anyone with an ERA under under four in that in that um, rotation.
3: In a short season, they could just you know maybe they could mash their way to the playoffs. That's a really good lineup. That's going to
1: score a lot of runs. It's possible, but and that's in this division. It's going to be rough. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. going to be at.
2: Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, Henry. I had made the post kind of cryptically last night with no context that uh, the excuse that you can mash to the playoffs this season w- sounds good in theory, but now in major Major League Baseball, you've got about 15 or 16 teams that have offenses like that. So yeah, to me, <laughs> even in a True. short season, you need you need some pitching, and the Angels haven't demonstrated that they have that yet. I personally think they have a few good bullpen arms that I kind of liked. And if they can stay healthy, they can put something together. I'm probably it's a little true. bit bigger on Dylan Bundy than a lot of other people. I think he's got the raw stuff to be successful. And I don't trust the Orioles to develop pitchers anymore in the Angels. So maybe they can find uh, something.
1: How many years have we waited for Dylan Bundy to actually As, as many as any
2: other Orioles prospect. <laughs> 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 in yeah, years? Exactly. Yeah, they never, they never pan out. Yeah. Um, that said, so, I mean, the Angels are in that boat to me, right? They've got a good lineup. We know they can put up runs. My problem is that you look at these Western teams. Oakland has a good lineup and good pitching. San Diego has good pitching at the very least. The Mariners suck. <laughs> the Astros have good pitching and good hitting. The Dodgers have good pitching and good hitting. Texas has good hitting. Um, who am I missing? Colorado has good hitting. You look at these divisions, and there's a lot of good lineups in the West. And we know the NLS is all about pitcher parks, AOS not so much. But I don't know that the Angels having this great lineup really does anything differently to put them as a leg up against any other teams in the West. And that's my concern with them, is they really need the pitching to come through if they want a shot, even at a wild card in my mind. Uh, And there's no guarantee that's going to happen. So to me, it's like the Angels, yeah, they've got Promise. They got Rendon. I love that. That's a great move for that lineup, uh, protecting Trout and whatnot. I just don't know what separates them from the other eight teams that have good offenses and donut pitching.
1: You know what best I'm going to enjoy? I'm going to enjoy one reliever coming in by the name of Ty Butray, getting outs and people being embarrassed by that.
0: I love Butray. <laughs> that <tree>. Because that's <laughs> got to be the dude. best
1: – we, got
0: pretty, we also got Ryan Butcher too from the A's in the offseason, too. He's a pretty he's a pretty good stellar left hander. He can come in and fucking shut people down.
1: It's gonna be interesting, but yeah, that's where we're at with them.
2: Alan asked about the uh, about Albert Pujols. I we had had this argument actually. I don't know if anyone else is involved that's in this in this conversation right now, but we had that argument about that. Uh, you remember that post about the easiest feat? out of like there's like four different feats for people to reach this year in a short season Pujols was yeah. one of them uh, yeah. and this long-winded argument about how I don't think he can hit however many home runs it was anyway long-winded way of saying I'm not big on Pujols this year I, I think his best years are behind him I don't see him staying healthy um so I'm not a big Pujols guy but they do have a good lineup and he does feel
0: like he's 25 again though
2: yeah, they I, Yeah, it's the same thing. As I have a new workout regimen, I feel great. I I'm saying, doing it's like it seems
0: like it's the best feel. I've, it's the best I've felt my whole life.
2: Yeah, how many times lost, have we heard that? Wait, right, like uh, I, that happens. I mean, the Yankees and Angels basically have the same pitching staff, except minus the drugs that they give out. Uh, but the the Yankees, it's been the same thing every year. These guys lose 20 or 30 pounds, and. And that's it. <laughs> it's, it doesn't really well, correlate to trade. anything. They nothing get hurt trade. anyway. So. When he
1: starts running again, he'll realize, oh, shit, my plantar fasciitis hurts.
2: Yeah. I, my you knee know, is it's, horrible. So I, I don't know how much stock I put into it, but good for Pujols. I mean, he's one of the all-time greats. I hope he does well. I just don't see any reason to think he will. Um, but on a side note, one of the one of the promising things about the Angels, their lineup or their pitching, however you would look at it, is uh, is our man Otani over here, a Dong City favorite. Henry and I love talking about him. Um, You are not living in the Twilight Zone. We want to highlight Shoyan Otani. Good friend of the show, Eddie Morales, um, sent us these books, and Eddie is... Always oh, talking about Dong City, how much he loves the show. We really appreciate it. He he's a
0: diehard Angels fan, too, and I love Eddie,
1: it. Eddie's a very good Angels fan. And yeah, his yep. friend, not only did he send us his book, but his friend, Jay Paris, uh, wrote the book yep. and had it inscribed for us personally. So, Oh, that's fucking awesome. That was, that was pretty cool. Eddie, yes. thank you, brother.
2: We appreciate it. Very cool. So, two things about that. One is always feel free to send free things to Dong City hosts. Absolutely. We're all about that. Uh, and the other is we pledge Angels fans and to Eddie. We will have an Otani show uh, where we talk about the book and we try and have Jay on as a guest. We're going to try and arrange that down the road so we can have a full conversation. I, I say what I say about Otani. He is a fascinating baseball player. Uh, well, I just. I, I was very
3: happy. I was very happy when the Angels got
1: Ohtani. He, here's the best part. Here's the best part of this gift that Eddie didn't know. It was like the troll of all trolls, and he had no idea. It,
3: yeah, exactly.
1: Anyone who's been in the group long enough knows that we had a hard on for Ohtani, and we wanted him. And the minute the Angels got him, Vince just went and found every possible negative thing <laughs> in the universe <laughs> about Ohtani. Yeah, about and Ohtani. Vince has just been posting all types of negative shit. You know, fucking with him, and then boom. Here comes Eddie with this wonderful book about Shohei Ohtani. Oh, yeah, it was the
2: and perfect irony
1: at its finest. It was the perfect
2: be- job. The best part about it is Eddie didn't give us any warning. He just said he was sending us something in the mail. So I opened yeah. this and I see. Oh it really? Like, didn't even like say.
0: No, it was a book or I didn't anything? know it was a
2: book. I didn't know it was about Ohtani. I didn't even know it was about the Angels. And I open it in my, you know, I open it from my mailbox and I look at it and I'm like has Eddie been in the group since like 2016? (laughs) Because I'm like, how does he know that I just despised Otanio since he's been in the majors? No, Eddie Um, was
0: one of the first Angel fans I added to the group.
2: Oh, am good. All right, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know where he where he came from. So it, it was uh, great. It
1: was a good gift, Eddie. Thank you again, brother.
2: Yes, thank you. Very nice of you. Some of it tongue in cheek with Otani. Other of it is very legitimate. It's a uh, it's a deep seated hatred. That said, as someone who loves baseball and, and a historian of baseball, I absolutely would welcome talking to Jay about Otani. And there's no better person probably on earth who can talk about him. So we're excited to try and get that arranged um that and, is our shout like, out to the English like
1: players. vin said feel free to send gifts though we we don't say no to yeah kids.
2: you guys want to try us with anything else you have like cool dvds you want us to watch or like other they, books Send some
0: gifts to the lab too guys not, not all, <laughs>
1: yeah. really. you have friends that make spirits and they want to taste testers or you know whatever you want Competing willing
2: to sample um any of those things perfectly fine so There we go with the Angels. He will be fascinating to watch this year. I hope he stays healthy for all 60 games, and I hope he pitches and hits for all 60 games. I'd like to see what he can do, uh, even if it's not a full season. So that's Otani for us. Rob, I know you were anxious to get to those Rockies, so you bring that up now. All right, so we've got the Colorado Rockies, one of the oddest teams to me in baseball year in and year out because it's like – Every time I look at their farm system, I'm like, this team could be super good one day. And then somehow they just always don't have a great major league product, and it's also never embarrassingly bad. So they might be the most mediocre farm team – I mean, the most mediocre team in majors in general. They, am I off base in saying that? Anyone nope. disagree with that? Not Damn. at all. Yeah. They Trout, being-
0: down and Otani and Coors Field? Man, that's going to turn oh, into a
2: fucking – yeah they' are, they are perfectly mediocre. the schedule uh starts with Texas Oakland oh, man, San Diego yeah I mean you look at the schedule it's not you know nothing sticks out to me. we'll go back to you, Sean since this is again another contender uh with the in the NL west what uh what do you think of the Rockies um I'm in agreement
3: with you it seems like the only time that the Rockies actually make the playoffs or contend is when they get two or three starters to somehow navigate their way through the season and have a career year. Who was the pitcher two years ago that had a great year? I forgot his name. Kyle
2: Freeland. Kyle Freeland Freeland had a great year. Oh, I thought
1: you meant um, John Gray. John
3: Gray. And then what happened last year? He's back to five five plus ERA, right? It seems like that's the only time that the Rockies do well. It's either that or when they have just a lights-out bullpen, which, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they've had. Other than that, you know, they're the ultimate mediocre five hundred team, I think.
2: Yeah. I don't even get there's
0: a reason Arenado wants out of his tractor out of his contract after one fucking year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, can I chime in here? Can I chime in for this a moment here? Yeah, <laughs> what do you want to say about the Rockies? Henry? Fuck Arenado.
1: <laughs> Please tell me what you feel about Arenado.
2: <laughs> he'll, be a, he'll be a dodger, I think. That's Henry's Otani. What? <laughs> what uh, it's so true. What is your outlook for Arenado this year, Henry?
1: You know what's going to happen this year? He's going to suck this year, and everyone's <laughs> going to say, "Oh, it was because of the sixty games." And then look what he's playing, yeah, man! Fuck Arenado. Arenado is the most overrated player we've seen in a very, very long time. His splits tell you that. Yes. Everything tells you that. He's a stud defensively. He's overrated with the bat. Very good player. He's not a great player. He's not the player everyone makes him out to be. He's a good player who plays an exceptional defense. I will give him that. But he is extremely overrated. He may make the Hall of Fame. It'll all be thanks to Coors. We have somebody in the group that loves to give us the excuse that Coors doesn't give you – what is it, Kyle? He loves to say – yeah. uh, uh, Kyle defense? further – Come hard. on! Like, stop! Stop! He, he tries to make the argument it's not cores and it's not the air and stop. It's the corner cutouts and Arenado's overrated as hell.
2: Let me ask I you this, Henry: him. Uh, between him and Charlie Blackman, who would you rather trade for away from cores?
1: Char- no, I, I wouldn't touch Blackman. Okay, I'll take Arenado because I mean they both bring stellar defense, but stellar defense at third base saves a hell of a lot of runs.
2: I'm I'm just trying to see how high on the garbage dump they rank to you. Uh, I mean, so I'm
1: still a baseball fan first, but okay. I just think Arenado is just grossly overrated.
2: I will say this for Arenado. I've been to Coors Field once, took a tour uh their team field and everything, or the team store and everything, and Arenado hit about a 460-foot home run that day. <laughs> probably probably 420 anywhere else, although in Colorado, 420 is pretty popular too. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Uh, Y'all see the home run
0: fucking trout hitting Coors two years ago?
2: <laughs> I didn't. How far was that? Like 500.
0: It was like 473 feet or something like
2: that. The ball, tra- yeah. Trevor's story hit one just as far that day. So it. Uh, the ball definitely I mean, travels there. I mean, it, it does. Yeah. yeah it, it's silly, though, to think that Coors doesn't have an effect beyond its dimensions. I, I think we can all agree on that. It has um, since
3: day one. Since day one, it's been like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're getting, Matt, we're getting some feedback in the comment section. The Rockies, I guess, start hot. I don't, I haven't looked this up, Rob. I don't know if you can just glance quickly at their last few seasons, see what kind of starts they get. So that might favor them. Matt, do you have any, any opinion here on the Rockies? Uh, Do they have any shot at competing for anything? I don't think so. No. I will say this, the divisions, the Western divisions, the Hawks, I think, are are further apart than the other two. Like there is a distinct hierarchy in both divisions, and that is making the show go very quickly. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we can move on from the Rockies. I am curious, Rob, if you can you, you can go to the next team, but in in the interim, if you want to just let let us know how the Rockies do to begin the year, um, we'll move on to Texas. Here, I'm going to start with some Henry. Let's start with you with Texas. It, Another weird team to me. But what, what are your thoughts on the Rangers? Texas
1: is a very weird team. I don't see them competing. They'll probably be right around 500, maybe just under it. Well, what's interesting to me with Texas is they have a chance. They have an opportunity to trade Kluber, Kyle Gibson, you know, uh, Lance Lynn and get some stuff in return for some of these guys. And I think that'll be their best bet. If they see that they're not going to really go anywhere, which I don't see them going anywhere, I'd look to trade those guys and get as much as I can right now.
2: Yeah, they seem to be adding <laughs> and not subtracting. I and I don't know what the game plan is because, like, Lance Lynn, even if he was great last year, even if he's great this year, is not going to be great in a year or two. Uh, so I don't know really. Wasn't, well.
0: Lynn, in, it wasn't Lynn in Houston last year?
1: Well, no, no, he was, he, was,
2: he was Texas.
1: I will say one thing I'm excited for is uh, Nick Solak. You know, I know yeah. he got he, – he it was questions whether he would make the team. Then you had the injury to Willie Calhoun. And so he looks to be their projected starting left field. I want to see that kid play.
2: Yeah, I agree. He's a good on base type guy. Uh, offer some other stuff too. Rob, you've got the Rocky results. Let's hear, let's hear what, how have the Rockies started the last few years? Is there any truth to this? No, I'm just, I'm still looking. Want to keep oh, all right. Just teasing me. I see. Um <laughs> Speaking of teasing, we've got Brian saying Arenado is better than Andujar. I think that's probably true, although (laughs) it doesn't really matter. Andujar might win a ring and Arenado never will, so I don't really care. Uh, We move to you.
1: At a fraction of the cost.
2: Yeah, he's also making league minimum, not over $200 million or whatever Arenado is making. So we move to you, Sean. 2020 Texas Rangers, you have to play them, I'm seeing, three times. Yeah, three times. What? Any? I mean, the series probably isn't going to matter much. Do you have any thoughts on Four Texas times. and their future?
3: Um, I think I think they have some good bats, but uh, the problem with them is Mike Miner and Lance Lynn last year. I think pitched way over their heads. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think either of them will pitch even eighty percent as well as they did last year. Miner was great, and if you look at Lynn, you know he was very good, and uh, I don't think that's going to hold up. I think that Texas is going to be a team the Dodgers could probably
1: beat up on. Yeah, the yeah. Dodgers play ten games with them, Vince.
2: The Dodgers play ten games with the Rangers. Yeah. Holy nice. fuck! Where are you seeing? Are you that? not
0: reading? Are you not reading the LA Angels as those two? I don't think so. Yeah,
2: they're uh, not in the same division, so they're definitely think, not playing. I think you know
1: what? what? I think I was. Uh, I think I was reading the Angels. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got this.
0: This
2: three game. <laughs> I, like, I, I know, know we I can...
3: play them a lot. Yeah, you <laughs> got me excited there. You got that. <laughs> yeah.
0: You got
2: that three game series the week of August weekend of August twenty eighth. The only one I see for the Dodgers um but the angels that be, Henry,
0: like you always do
2: yeah
1: you're gonna get sean uh, excited man that's my specialty you get people excited. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also good point they lost mazara uh yeah. he's a he's a weird player too <laughs> just in very texas fashion i don't really know what to make of him the guy could hit 500 foot home runs um but he also disappears for long periods of time joey they've got gallo over there what's the gallo's healthy now He was hurt earlier, right? Okay. I do do like Gallo a lot. I think he's underrated. Does he repeat
0: what he did last year, though?
2: I think so. I think think Gallo's turned to corner. He's a little bit more of a complete hitter, not kind of like a sideshow freak anymore. He's more of like an actual.
0: His his plate discipline got a lot better.
2: He makes a lot more contact. He made
3: a lot more contact last year. I think he's. under, I think he's underrated. I like Gallo a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah he I'm... made he made uh he turned around his his game um, offensively. He's cut the strikeouts down. He's putting the bat on the ball. You know, he he, yep. he's, he changes. He's he's obviously worked at his craft, and you know you got to give that some respect. No, and exactly. they've got like
2: Delino DeShields Jr. He's still there, right? He's yeah. there. Like, I don't know what uh, the Texas Rangers could lose like 40 games and it wouldn't surprise me. And they could also be 500 and it wouldn't surprise me. I really have no, and like you said, Sean, like Mike minor and, and Lance Lynn pitched like number twos last year. They did. And they could very well fall off a cliff this year. And that wouldn't surprise me. So Not I don't know least. what to expect. <laughs> um, they do have the new stadium worth pointing out. I, I saw it when it was under construction, obviously I haven't been in there yet. It looks like it could be cool, at least on the inside, the outside's a little weird. Um, and if you've ever been to that part of, I guess it's Arlington, it is literally right next door to the Cowboys Stadium. So if you're ever in town, uh, Greater Dallas, I highly suggest tours of both. Those are my two cents there. Um, that's, like,
3: that's like Broadway and off-Broadway, Cowboys Stadium <laughs> and the Texas Rangers.
2: The <laughs> Cowboy Tour, I am a lifelong Giants fan. Sean, I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, but the <laughs> cow, a tour of Cowboys Stadium is super cool. It I is, can imagine it is massive it is gaudy it is very jerry jones his daughter and what his daughters and wife helped design it <laughs> and um it is just you can super tell. Cool. it looks amazing yeah it's a really great tour too it's like 3 hours so Do they
0: have a louis vuitton shop and fucking Dallas? yeah,
4: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, i didn't know it's Probably. fucking insane you never
0: <laughs> really
2: they, they have like marble and they have like diamond in their marble like as you walk around it's like it's yeah. very, like there's just things that are absurd the most television screens I think of any stadium in the world the largest screen last I checked of any stadium in the world just that everything makes- you every it, it's very much like Jerry Jones on his yacht doing the draft that's like that stadium <laughs> in a nutshell so there that's my that's my Arlington connection uh, I didn't go inside old Texas I didn't get to go inside the new one because it wasn't ready yet, uh, but they have opening day this year, so that should be cool. I don't think Texas is there yet. I don't know when Texas will be there. I don't consider them a contender, so we can probably move on from them unless anyone has any other thoughts on the Rangers.
1: No. Nope. I, like I said, I, I just think their best bet is just if they see that they're going to start slow, trade off some of those right. veteran arms.
0: I just want to get to uh, Corey's divisional champs, the D-backs. The douchebags? <laughs> is that
2: next, Rob? Nope. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> to, it's the Giants. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's start with Sean here because I can only imagine how much you love the Giants. Uh, <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about San Francisco's chances? Um, I think they had their run
3: and they capitalized three times and I think it's over. I think it's a long rebuild for them. And they're doing it the wrong way. They keep going out and signing guys that they don't need, that aren't going to win, that, I can, that guys that aren't going to be around you know, for them when they actually do contend. So I think they're not very well run anymore. I think they're as mediocre as can be this year. And uh, they don't scare me at all. I don't think there's any – I don't think they have a great lineup. I don't think they have great starters. I don't think they have much of a bullpen. So I don't know what, what to fear about the Giants other than a few guys that have talent, you know. Yeah.
2: By the way, is that Johnny Cueto? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. When Johnny Cueto's your schedule, your schedule face, (laughs) you you got some problems. But uh, yeah,
0: only the the interesting I see about the Giants is that is that um, Posey opted out, (laughs) so we might be able to see their their catching prospect actually come through and do some work. But that's true.
2: Yeah. What's his name again?
4: The catching prospect
1: is it Tyler? uh, uh,
2: Oh. It's not Connor, Joe Connor.
0: It's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't fucking figure it's,
2: it out. If Joe Bart, knows the Joey Giants Bart, top Joey Bart, Joey Bart. Prospect, please let us know. Joey Bart. Oh yeah, all right, yeah. So he is definitely their their top guy. Yeah, um, it's been a,
3: it's been a lot of fun beating up on the Giants the last few years. I gotta I bet, say, man, that's kind of gotta <laughs> feel
2: therapeutic for you.
3: That, that, that kind of takes the sting away of not getting rings like they did, but because they're nothing now, and the Dodgers are
2: at the top of baseball. Yeah. I so. I agree. I I think the Giants maximized every ounce of that core. But yes. that core was very short-lived, which is weird to me. Like the Phillies core which only won one World Series, they still lasted into like their mid-30s. Every single Giants core player from those World Series rings like fell off a cliff at 31. It's it's very like Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, Matt Cain, Tim Lincecum, Yes. Um, and Sandoval. Even, even fell Madison off,
3: Yeah. And Sandoval fell off the end of the buffet. So. Yes.
2: Yeah. Sandoval terrible. got super, super fat, uh, <laughs> more so than usual. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's weird. Like that, that makes me think. And I'm going to, you know, go on my Yankee history hill here. The Yankees dynasty in the 90s was so, it, it's probably never going to happen again because those guys all played successfully into their late 30s. And, yes. and you know you had two Hall of Famers and probably another two to three fringe Hall of Famers. Um, I think
3: the Giants. I think the Giants' three titles proves that winning titles takes a lot of luck. You know it, everything's got to break yeah. right.
2: They you they had the right than. mix. Interesting question here with the Giants from from 2012, obviously, or from 2010 through 2016. We'll say I would say is probably what their run was. Do you guys consider that a dynasty? They did win three in five years, but they also yeah. never won back to back, and I don't think made the playoffs back to back years.
1: I, no. I would say so. I would say so. In I, baseball, I, in baseball,
0: I would still three, call it a dynasty. They yeah. had fucking quite the run.
2: Three in five I'm old, years in baseball. I'm I, would, school. I would say so. What do you think, Sean?
0: I'm old school with the word dynasty. I think
3: you have to win three in a row. Although, in a modern no. context, the word has changed somewhat. You know, if you win three within you know, seven or eight years, you're considered a dynasty. But for me, you got to win three in a row.
1: you got to gotta be get a three
3: dynasty.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, I, I, can, respect purposes, that,
0: I can respect that.
1: But for the purposes of being a Yankee fan, I agree with Sean. I think that the Yankees are the last dynasty that you've seen yes, for a long yes. time. I wouldn't even consider the Red
3: Sox a dynasty. You know?
1: Actually,
3: I right. wouldn't even consider.
1: I, I, wouldn't I don't, know, consider the Red I don't, I don't recognize the Red Sox this year. <laughs> I don't consider
2: winning every six years and falling apart the other five as a dynasty either. Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> with no, you. not at all. Yeah. How, uh, bad, how,
3: how bad were the Giants in between their titles? The
2: that's what's weird. That, that's the, weird, that's yeah. the only reason I can see that. To me, like, if you're going to be a dynasty, you have to dominate the sport for, like, five-plus years. Yes. But I also feel like to be a dynasty, you have to win three out of five or more than that. Uh, yes. You have to win at least three, and it has to be in five years or less to, to me. So I can yeah, right. see it from both sides. Uh, I tend to favor Dynasty only because it's baseball, and I think it's really, really hard to win three out of five. So, it is hard. But the Giants had no margin for error, and they still did that. So I'll give them that credit, but I'm totally with you, Sean. And Henry can attest, he's known me long enough. I am such a, a, a critic of rebuilds. <laughs> and the Giants are doing it terribly. It is an Terrible. awful, awful rebuild. They, yeah. they did every single... Oh, oh. Every mistake you can make in a rebuild, the Giants are yes, doing. Yes. It's very similar to the Phillies, but at least the Phillies eventually got the hint, and now they're kind of retooling now. The Giants, I don't think, have gotten that hint yet. There was no major trade-off. Now their core guys have no value, uh, and they don't have a great farm. They have a few... Bart being one of them, they have a few guys in there, but they they've got no collateral to rebuild and they just keep hanging on to these old guys they're still over the hill they're not yeah. a particularly young team they're not a high upside team so and the, giants,
0: giants cra- the giants crave that that veteran presence which yeah. does them no help
1: whatsoever and they still have expensive order. yeah they don't even have a flexible money. payroll yet oh, yeah. yeah even if if you wanted to say hey we can trade off a johnny credo at what cost because he's getting paid so much money same with the, same thing with samarza yeah. and you know, poor Bruce Bochi, he gets replaced by fucking Gabe Kapler, of all people. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, that's Gabe Kapler, most people would say, oh, thank God, he's out of Philly. That guy doesn't belong in baseball. And
2: the Giants go, hey. Kapler you know,
0: takes the skin off his you chicken You want to run a rebuild. It out.
1: It's a fucking joke.
2: There's two I, reasons I, I, that I, I believe I, managers matter. One is Aaron Boone because he's terrible. And the other is Bruce Bochi because he was great. Like Bruce Bochy and Terry Francona stick out to me as guys who actually make a difference game to game and can and can I and I have no doubt Bochi had a hand in, in really helping to win with those titles.
1: Bochy may go into the Hall of Fame. I mean, I respect Bochy to the.
2: Yeah. the Bochy Bo- was the yeah, best game manager. Game.
1: Yeah, I think it's an insult to replace him with a Gabe Kapler. It's a slap in the face. I, I do mean, too. I mean, I'm
0: old. A- hey, you I'm a- should have replaced him with Mike Sosha.
2: That's better than Kapler. I'm old enough to.
0: <laughs> <I'm laughs> I remember
3: Bochi as a player. I mean, I respect him even then.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bochi really gr- grew up, too. I don't think he was always a fantastic manager, uh, but he
4: definitely
2: became the top. <laughs> of, yeah. Sean's like, I remember when Bochy was born. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember when I saw Babe Ruth point. And he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. We, we need our own veteran. We were doing it the Giants way today. We've got a veteran presence on the show. so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, we have Alexis Guzman in the comment section, who I have not heard from before, so welcome, Alexis, saying that he uh, uh, they work for the Rangers and that summer camp will shock a lot of people. So Alexis is excited for the Rangers prospects, probably agree. yeah, and works for the Rangers. So Alexis, if you want to pull an Eddie and send us free stuff or have someone on the show for us, we're all about it, thank you for joining. Uh, or if you just want to keep commenting and tout the Rangers, that's cool too. So,
0: I mean, I say I'm excited about prospects every year, but it doesn't really work out. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. Oh, uh, so, uh, Chris
1: Flores, too. She's a, she's a diehard Giants fan. She's in the comments all the time. So, sorry, oh. Chris.
2: I thought for some reason Chris was an Angels fan, but I, I, I guess Giants. Is.
1: Yeah, I think she's a Giants fan.
2: She's like the Auntie Lori. I want Lori and Chris to have a podcast now and, and <laughs> just sort this stuff out.
1: Yeah, you know why Laurie's great, though? Because her husband's a Giants fan. So imagine going home and being an Angels fan and your husband's a Giants fan now.
2: Yeah, that's – if my wife actually, like, liked baseball and didn't tolerate it, uh, she's probably a Red Sox fan, but now she's a Red Sox-Yankees fan because of me. But I have to deal with it with the in-laws, which is not as bad as living with them, so.
0: Hey, Giants-Angels were the very first wild card World Series ever from both teams Uh on both sides.
2: Yeah, good point. Yes, that uh, that did happen. That was a great World Series too.
0: It really was. It was a really good one. I, I love
1: rally. Was that the rally monkey?
2: Yep. yep. You know, Angels throttled the Yankees after being in the World Series four years in a row. They just like took a shit on the Yankees. And they I to told I Series. love.
0: I love that. Absolutely
2: every moment of it. Scott, <laughs> Scott Spiezio. Yeah, that Angels. Oh my God, (laughs) that Angels Yankees series wasn't even like I watched that series and I wasn't even like God. We like we missed the mark. We should have been back in the World Series. I was like the Angels kicked the shit out of the Yankees in that series, and we. I mean, you guys guys
0: won the first game, and then we like fucking train wrecked you the next four yeah, and i think we
2: blew like a five or six run lead in one of those games but, yes you um, did <laughs> yeah the
0: angels were that one team
1: who
3: had the yankees number they were a thorn in their side yes
2: always always you know? even now going to going to california i still fear the angels a lot uh, yankee stadium's been a different story like the last few years but i'm um,
1: laughing i'm laughing because in the comment section chris says every guy she's dated has been a dodger fan that's why she's single <laughs> <laughs> no she has great taste I have something to say about that about that Angels <laughs> team. Um, yeah, that Angels team was uh, Thorn on the Yankee side at, during that time. Yeah, Howie Kendrick was the epitome, epitome uh, um, Yankee killer of that during that time. Yeah. Yes, he was. He he was said, that was on our Yankee Kendrick killer a show.
0: Playoff monster for some yeah. reason. I don't know Just what it is. Howie Kendrick is still doing it. Like yeah, like Howie Kendrick a professional
1: hitter, man. I mean, last year when when he was with the Nats, the National was the first time I ever cheered for a home run that he made.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very complete hitter. He was featured on our Yankee Killer show, so we absolutely are aware of Kendrick's murdering ability. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Angels were the only team in the majors to have a winning record against the Yankees in the 90s. Yes. Wow. They were. Or, or under the Joe Torre era. One of the two, yeah. they were the only team. But and
1: I, I, I think we're giving this team way too much time.
2: Yeah, all right, we oh, move yeah. on from the Giants. <laughs> we got through, like, half the show in 20 minutes, so we had to stop Yeah, somewhere. so we got to, you know, we got to take oh, our time gosh. now, Henry. Even Johnny yeah.
1: Cueto's looking at ready? us like, yeah. yeah we can, move we on can from from Cueto. time on the Dodgers. <laughs> okay, ready for the next team? <laughs> and then the Mets fans are being Mets fans in the comment section arguing about freaking Hansel Robles and Familia, known like,
2: come on. We're upsetting my new friend Alexis by talking about the Giants too much, so we'll move on. Uh, On to Oakland. All right, so now things get interesting. Oh, my God, even
0: their schedule looks like it was made by a fucking guy getting paid $9 an hour. I
2: hate the (laughs) A's colors. I am right there with you. It's always been terrible. Looking at their schedule, uh, you know, start with the Angels. That's whatever. Rockies, Mariners, Texas. I mean, this is not a bad schedule, guys. I'm looking at this. Besides that Houston series, they're kind of treading. They have a really easy schedule. Yeah, and to end the year, they're finishing with the the Giants and Mariners sandwiching the Dodgers there. So, yeah, this builds on my thoughts about the A's. But Henry, let's go to you. What do you what do you feel about Oakland?
1: I'm big on the A's. 35 to 40 wins, um, first place. Really, really big on the A's. You know, you guys know I love uh, Matt Chapman, Matt, Matt, Matt and Matt, Matt and Matt, o- Olson and Chapman, two of the most underrated players in the game. You go
0: skiing with those two. So,
1: so Simeon's so, underrated too. Jimmy <laughs> is mean, very, very underrated and he, he had a wonderful year last year. A monster year. Um Jesus Lazardo might be playing this year. Those those he guys is. that
3: I like him a lot.
1: Um Loriano's another guy that doesn't even get spoken about. That dude just mm-hmm. crushes it.
3: I like him a lot. That too. guy's
1: arm is fucking off the charts.
2: That, that Loriano
1: absolutely loaded and they're gonna make noise. I got them penciled in for at least thirty five wins.
2: Their pitching staff I said this last year. Uh, I'll say it again this year. It bears repeating. I think their pitching staff is scarier than Tampa's. And I know that Tampa has the established arms. They've got Glasnow, They've got Morton. uh, They've got Snell. But if you look at Puck and Lizardo. Did you
0: (laughs) actually mention Snell's name?
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's going (laughs) to play. Uh, If you – if you look at Puck and Lazardo and Minaya and all of the and uh, at, there's one other guy I'm missing over there in Oakland. Frankie Montez. Yes. Yeah, Frankie Montez. We forget about him. He got suspended last year with mm-hmm. the steroids. Um, former
3: Dodger, former Dodger prospect, Frank. Mike, F- Mike
1: Fires is still.
3: Mike on the
2: Fires, my favorite player in the world. Absolutely <laughs> love everything about Mike Fires. I he love is, Mike Fires. I would raise my kids to be like Mike Fires. I hope they're as <laughs> honest as Mike Fires. Yes, and he's a good veteran presence. I, I
1: think Chris Bassett is on the team still too.
2: Yeah, I mean, this Oakland t- – those those young arms, man. I, and this is now a season that benefits them because a lot of those guys were going to have innings limits. Now they're not going to. Yeah. So, they're scary. They scare me more than Tampa does. They scare me more than Houston does as a Yankees fan. Uh, I have not really revealed a lot about my picks, but I will say I think Oakland's going to win the West this year. I think it's time. They are stacked everywhere. That I mean, bullpen great, was really
0: – season, But once they hit the playoffs –
2: well, that's a different story. They're like twins light when it comes to the playoffs. So, I'm not I'm – not, yeah, I'm not worried about that part. But this team is scary all around. The bullpen was really good last year except for – um, Yeah, well, no, it was really good last year. Too. I'm thinking about two years ago when, when the, they lost to the Yankees, the bullpen kind of shit themselves. But yeah. it's a good bullpen. It's a, it's a very, very high upside, maybe lower floor rotation – uh, and then, of course, the lineup has all sorts of guys who can mash who no one's ever heard of because they, they
0: lost Ryan Butcher, though, who was fucking great for them last year.
2: Yeah, Sean, I don't know. I, I, the other thing is, too, I think I think Oakland still has a pretty good farm system, too. I think they've got some guys.
0: Oh, they, do, they, they do. They do. They have
2: yeah. that, for sure. So, Sean, this becomes a little interesting. This is maybe the first team that, you know, is not going to be so easy for the Dodgers head-to-head and uh, – you. What, what do you think there? I mean, is, you only play Oakland. I don't want to screw this up. Uh, well, probably a series. Yeah, the three games to end the year almost. What do you, what do you think? Of, that series could be big. Maybe not for you guys, but maybe for Oakland. But what do you think about the A's? I'm with Henry and you guys on the A's. I love
3: the A's. I'm bullish on the A's. I think they don't have any real strong weaknesses. I think they hit for power. They get on base. They catch the ball. Like you said, the pitching staff is better than you think. The bullpen's good. They're well-managed. You know, I don't see any downside with the A's. I think they're going to be a playoff team easy
2: and a tough
0: tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, Melvin really is a really good manager. I love the way he manages. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I uh, Oakland's got a good thing going. That ballpark, I think, really favors their young pitchers because it's obviously a pitcher's ballpark, but they have the bats that can still mash there. So that's a tough place to go into and, and compete. If
0: they could only not get it to smell like piss all the time, I'd go there <laughs> more often. Yeah,
2: I'd just not. like
3: to add that I drafted Marcus Simeon last year in the 10th uh, round in my fantasy <laughs> draft.
2: So. Don't you love those? Those are like the rough pick. Yeah. <laughs> about I, took, I took Frankie Montes last year in like, the, in like the nineteenth <laughs> round. Man. Nice, Frankie yeah.
1: Montez is good, man.
2: That's that's my man. I got Matt Chapman. I'm a little invested in the A's here. Um, yeah, like, yeah Matt
1: it, Chapman, the best third basement in baseball. I
0: love them, but also hate them as
1: well. Fight me. It's
2: I almost tough. see
3: them as a. I almost see them as like a poor man's Dodgers because of the depth and the lack of weaknesses
2: that they have it's tough because i really like the way the a's and rays both play baseball and living in greater
0: those their bullpen
2: yeah um living in greater orlando i have a soft spot for the rays because that's what the local team i can see and oakland i just like the way they play baseball but they're both going to be the biggest threats to the yankees and the al this year in my mind
3: i I gotta disagree on the uniforms though i think those kelly green
2: you like them
3: I like them. I've always liked the, the the green and the yellow. This is because you were alive in the 70s, though. Yes,
2: yes, that's right. Yeah. The,
3: sw- the, sw- the swing and A's won it all when I was born. So
2: Yeah, like you, you lived through that cocaine era where green and yellow was an attractive combination.
3: Yes. I remember the Pittsburgh Pirates had like 12 different uniforms one season.
2: Yeah, that the big
3: hat—that's
2: <laughs> my favorite. The, the what was that? Like the '79 Pirates who won it all. They had the like massive hats.
3: Yeah, the round hats with the stars, the yeah. Stars yeah. and all that. Yeah, that was. Great. What a
2: time to be alive, man! I just would have been on acid for ten years trying to get <laughs> trying to like those <laughs> uniforms.
3: I wasn't old enough for that. I came of age in the '80s, but I do remember <laughs> the '70s. I do remember the '70s. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm conditioned to like the colors that the A's have to offer. But <laughs> I like the green. It's really just the yellow and green that to me is like, oh. I the Kelly know. green.
3: The Kelly green is nice, for sure.
2: Yeah, for sure. And Oakland used to be a house of horrors for the Yankees, too, in like the late – only Oakland, though. They used to die in the A's, and it's probably still the same. But uh, that stadium's tough to play in, in unless you're a certain type of team. Um,
3: this stadium gets a lot of hate. But, you know, I hear that the atmosphere in that stadium is like – it's like Mardi Gras. I, heard I was going to say, have
2: either of you guys been there living on the – No, way, but my,
3: co- my cousin went there, and he said it was like no other baseball experience he's ever had. He's like, there's people just walking around like he felt – he said Mardi Gras. He felt like he was in New Orleans. So
1: people going true. around selling yeah, stuff. Fam, and, show, yeah, fan showing – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fans showing it. I, mean, too? I can
0: see that they play. Like, there's a whole band that comes and fucking plays drums the whole time. Yeah,
1: I yeah, heard I, about that. Yeah, I heard I about that. I think they
3: reflect the city of Oakland. It's a very, you know, it's a very different kind of city. There's no real place
0: like Oakland in, yeah. in the United States. I've been to the Coliseum six times.
3: Wow.
2: Nice. All right. Is it a party?
0: Oh, it's a, it's a party. It just smells bad.
1: Is it a, is it a party because usually they aren't do. any good?
0: What?
1: Is it a party because they usually aren't any good? <laughs> I mean, yes and no. It's like going to Camden. You have fun because Camden's a nice ballpark, but you get the <laughs> yeah. shit.
2: The Rays are a great social distancing party. I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about the game, and you. There's no one around you either. Oh, Who uh, was the player that
0: a said Florida and I couldn't go to a fucking
3: Rays game? <laughs> Who was the player that said, I'm used to no fans. I played in Tampa. Yeah, that was
2: was it Kiermaier?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, someone like Snell said that.
2: Yeah. Who did? Snell said that? It that was sounds Snow, like yeah. something Snell would say, yeah. He he likes saying things that – No,
1: it wasn't Snell. No, it was a Met. It was a
3: uh, oh, – Someone shit. who played for the Marlins and the Rays said, I'm it, used to it.
1: It was a Met that just said, was it a uh, – Shit. Joey sent it to me the other day.
2: It wasn't Lomo, right?
1: No, oh God, no!
2: I guess he I says hate, a lot of stuff.
1: I hate Lomo.
2: I don't know if anyone anyway, who is some, someone attribute that quote. Yeah, and Brian's Joey telling just, me it's Lomo. Joey just Lomo. sent
1: it to me. Maybe it was Logan. someone something else that he said.
2: Logan Morrison would say something like that, but um, I don't. I know think it was Logan, it Logan
1: Morrison. Yeah. It was
2: okay. Logan yeah. Morrison. So there you yeah, <laughs> go. That's right the same guy who said he should have been in the home run derby instead of gary sanchez and then gary sanchez hit like a thousand home runs in the home in the first round uh, anyway yeah so well that i didn't know that about oakland i, I had heard that their stadium sucks and smells but i didn't like it like leaks or something but it's uh, a good time yeah i didn't i didn't know it was that great of a time
0: party and their concessions are cheapest.
2: yeah well i bet lou, lou wolf runs a tight ship there <laughs> <laughs> so good. I
1: when I, when I went to LA, that was one thing. I got the fifty dollars tickets that included the food. Man, that was pretty good. Oh yeah, the all you can eat Dodger dogs you're, and popcorn right, and, right, and, and right nachos, That's
0: the yep. best ticket in LA.
1: Me and my son, fifty bucks, all you can eat, right yep. field bleacher ticket. That was worth it. That's the yes, way to do it. Is. I agree.
2: By the way, we're getting a lot of pushback in the comments. Uh, not a lot of people on the A's bandwagon. Was, i, I still I see a lot of the, fans, uh,
1: that's why I see a lot of those new astro fans the new york Mets astros those fans yeah. they, they, the Mastros
2: fans back. want us to not forget about the Mastros. We will get to them in a second we'd uh, like
1: to forget we'd like to
3: forget about the astros yeah we, we
2: yeah well, I, I we oh, should forget my, about the I Astros throws? <laughs> so <laughs> well, we'll get to them. I, I, we've got thoughts on the Astros, I'm sure. But I do think <laughs> Oakland, you know, this reminds me a lot of, of the AL East last year. You know, we, uh, Yankees were up and coming. Red Sox were defending champs and, and really, really good. Won the division, obviously won 108 games. But you got to take that leap of faith once in a while, and I think this could be the year Oakland passes Houston finally, so we'll, we'll see how it By the way, goes.
0: Vince and I called the Red Sox not making the playoffs. This
2: now, time. Henry and you, I had them winning the wild card. I had the Yankees winning the division. Henry to- straight up said Red Sox will not make the playoffs. He was right.
1: And got laughed at. I, I, I was cre- on yeah.
2: that bandwagon, too. I get Yeah, I give credit where it's due. Um, that Good is job. one of like... That's like one of three times I've been wrong in my life, so I have to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We move on to the Diamondbacks. Corey Decker's still with us, as far as we know. Yeah. So, Corey, is,
0: your divisional
2: he, champs are here. He's an, he's an Angels fan, but he lives in Arizona, as does Harlan If he's watching, uh, and, and Matt Bushnell, obviously, White Sox fan. That's the trend with Arizona. You root for a different team, and then Arizona's also there, uh, the Diamondbacks. So here we are. Another Diamondbacks are like a better run Rockies to be. It's like they're never quite a playoff team. They win in the 80s every year. I don't know what they're doing, but I will say I like the Diamondbacks' farm system and, and some of their young talent. So we'll, we can start with uh, with you, Matt. What do you think about the Diamondbacks?
0: I mean, I like them. They're not going to be divisional champs like fucking Corey thinks so.
2: Does he then, did he say that?
0: <laughs> yeah, he said that in the SMD chat
2: today. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean, this probably is is more relevant for you than if we have threats of the Diamondbacks winning the division. How do you feel about the Diamondbacks?
3: <laughs> well, I think I also think the losing he Brankie is going to hurt them for sure. I I don't like the Diamond. I think they're going to take a step down from where they were the last few years. I don't like their lineup at all. You know, they have a couple bats. I like Marte. I don't like their pitching staff. The bullpen doesn't scare you. They're not great defensively. I think they're mediocre through and through. And I think they're going to be less than what they were the last couple of years.
2: Henry?
1: I like the Diamondbacks a little bit more than that. They they added Starling Marte. They have both Cattell Marte, Starling Marte, David Peralta. They added some depth to their rotation. They got Mad Bum, Robbie Ray is a stud, Luke Weaver. They'll make some noise. I don't see them winning the division, but I think they'll be better than people. Give me I'm ready. a little down on Robbie Ray. It seems like really? he just can't fuck- he can't. I love to tell too, but he's got wow. to prove it
0: for more than one year to fucking get my vote.
3: Robbie I'm Ray strikes you. everybody out, but I don't. He doesn't seem to find the plate enough.
2: Oh, I'm they also
1: you, got Cole
2: I hate pitchers who have unbelievable stuff and don't have command. In yes. his case, he doesn't have control. He has. I'm yes. sure his command's okay. And uh, Robbie Ray fits the bill. He's like a better left-handed version of Daniel Cabrera. Just the all the talent in the world. He had that one season that was pretty good. I don't know what to make of Robbie Ray, but I don't trust him. I don't like him. I'm not expecting him to have a great year. But he certainly, if he ever puts it together, he will. I just those guys sometimes never put it together.
3: One and year, three three years ago, Robbie Ray was very good, right? What was he had? He was in he was on top ten inside Young three years like ago. Like two
2: or three years ago, yeah. yeah it wasn't exactly long ago. ago. About two yeah, years. Yeah. But since years.
3: then, there's been a lot of regression since then with the WHIP and the walks. <laughs>
1: I, I think, think the, my Dodgers, thing is, the Dodgers absolutely beat the shit out of them this weekend, too.
2: Yeah, they did. They took their lunch money. Oh, my
1: God. The Dodgers <laughs> beat the shit out of them this weekend. Yes,
2: yes. I think overall how I feel is if you're relying on Robbie Ray, you're not in a great spot. <laughs> so exactly. So, if he's, like, your four or five starter, fine. The upside's there. That could be a real coup for you. But if he's the front end of your rotation, you got problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I don't know. think I don't think they I don't think they have um enough <laughs> other than some power and some speed in the lineup. The pitching is just not there. I don't Aaron, like the bullpen. Sorry,
1: timeout guys. Dong, yes, alert, dong alert, dong alert, dong yeah, alert, dong alert. Aaron Judge just went deep.
2: Oh, that's what I—that's three in two days now. I just watched it. Woo! It's, it's amazing what happens when you have things like an oblique and a shoulder and all sorts is Sean of George? stuff. <laughs> Sean is I, thought, I thought Sean this was season. celebrating Aaron Judge's He's home run. He's celebrating the same way I would for an Aaron Judge home run. I like that here on Dong City. That's my kind of celebration. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, is it tied now, Henry? Well, this is like our first live baseball update.
1: Um, I don't know. I looked up just when it's he not hit. Not it. commercial. It's okay. not tied.
2: It's two to. It's still two to one Phillies. And two to know, one. Okay. Producer, producing, baby. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Rob's got the command center up in the background. Yeah, we have our first Dong City Dong Alert. Aaron Judge homering. Uh, All right. Yes. Yeah. So going back there, Diamondbacks. Uh, either of you been to the? Any of you been to their ballpark? I have. Oh, Here it's nice. Here it's nice though. So I've been to it, and I'll preface it by saying I went with everyone who has never been to the TROP. I'm the only one of my friends who's been to the TROP since I lived near it. And it is a better version of the TROP, is how I would describe it. <laughs> really clean, really like it, it's got good sight lines. Um, it's obviously indoors. I think most, I don't remember if it's retractable. That day it was indoors. They've got a cool bar inside that's like free to enter. All that's nice but it has zero personality whatsoever unless you count like elderly people with oxygen tanks walking around the concourse. <laughs> that's, that's the only place I've ever seen that happen because of the air, I'm guessing. Uh, but other than that, it's got no personality whatsoever, but it's a nice place to go to a game. It's how I, that's how I feel about the Trop. It's a total shithole, but it's kind of a nice place to see a game because it's cheap. What? You've got good. Yeah. You've got good. good you still have
0: and, not seen a game in Angel stadium, right?
2: I have not seen a game. I've been to Angel City I know on you've the been inside in it. I have I not seen a game seen there. The game. I like the rocks. I'm, I'm all about corny things like that. That's... Fuck Pride Rock. Why? It's too Disney no. for me. It's okay, well, Disney. hey, I live in or- outside of Orlando. You- <laughs> That's how it works. So, but if, you, if you look at
0: you... it, dude, go literally pull up a picture of Pride Rock from fucking Lion King and then pull yeah. up
2: Angel Stadium. They're like literally the same.
1: <laughs> I don't want to go to Chase Field. I've heard nothing but good things about Chase Field. Honestly.
2: Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. It, it's 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 fine. It's easy to get to. It's got good bars outside. It just you go in there and you're like, okay, I don't know so what the Diamondbacks are about.
1: Yeah. When I go to watch a game at a stadium, I like to look at sight lines, and I like to look at little quirky things like that. So I, I heard that it's a really good place to watch baseball game.
2: Yeah. And it has a pool. Up,
1: and the dog agrees with
2: me.
3: You gotta like so, the pool as well.
2: <laughs> uh, they do have the pool, yeah. I it's it's a little it's a little overrated to me, like the Jaguars have a pool too, but I don't I didn't see anyone in it, so I don't know. It's not like that I don't know. Um it's not like Bernie Brewer's slide or it's like that's a part of the game. It's like the pool's there, but you're you know, you gotta look for it.
3: Henry, what do you think I liked, of- I liked how sore they were when the Dodgers celebrated in the pool when they won the division? That's, that year. yes. That yeah. was
2: great. That I was awesome. That. That was the old changing of the guard in my mind, where that was like the last of the hardcore majority unwritten rules. Like Brian McCann was at like his heyday at that point. Yeah. And now we're two, starting that was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, now we're starting to see that transition. Guys like Harper have a big voice in the game and it's now okay to do things like bat flip and like Tim yeah. Anderson's a big player. Like now we're seeing the changing of the guard, but right then Sean was like the peak. Like the last of the Mohicans for guys who are boring as shit and want baseball to be just as boring.
3: When, when they complained about that, I was like, "Really? You're upset that they celebrated in the pool? Come yeah. on!" Man. Yeah, the
0: Diamondbacks fans were fucking butthurt. So
3: yeah, hard. They were. They were. They were fans.
1: complaining about the dumbest shit. I know they really do. It's a very. Do.
3: It's, it was very stuffy.
1: If, sport. If my, if my fan, if my team did that, I'd love that shit. That's awesome. You jump right fucking pool in your stadium. How much cooler does it get? Plus, that was the Dodgers'
3: first division that they had won yeah. since uh, 2000, not 2008.
1: So like, why? somebody, imagine one of the Miami Marlins jumping to the freaking aquarium and, you know, just start fucking having fun swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you see all the
0: cops they surrounded it with last year because they're about to do the same thing? Uh, stupid.
2: No, that's awesome. In <laughs> like a, that's, that's so Arizona to me, though. I was like, just hey, about to say they that. They literally man?
0: covered it with cops so they couldn't go jump in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, how Arizona is that? Like, old people get upset because, he, you know, the young hooligans want to be in the pool, so their solution is have a lot of guns surrounding it. Make sure you yeah. can't get in the pool. That's, that's very Arizona, Arizona
1: sure. hey, Look, just for the record, Vince, we, we're getting offers. Corey Decker says he, he's getting tickets for us, and we can stay at his house and go to Arizona. Eddie's saying he got tickets and lodging for us to, in L.A., so we're good, man.
2: All right, yes. man. Uh, it's a West Coast trip in my future.
1: Hey, there's a lot of things legal on the West. Yeah, yeah absolutely
2: <laughs> yeah maybe um Matt have... rob are we good to move on
1: yes we are i'm ready to show the next team
2: all right yeah. <laughs> oh, <stop bonding. laughs> all live here on dog city we did not see this coming <laughs>
0: That is too fucking funny. If you okay. miss
2: spring training, there's Bregman. There's Springer. Yup.
1: Okay. If you miss spring training, there's Correa. Right there. There's Correa. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Where's Mike Fires? Mike Fires is hiding in the background. <laughs> He's on the A's now. Oh, this is great.
2: There he is.
0: Alright, <laughs> <take that. laughs>
2: Thank you. Um, yeah, if you missed spring training, right after they did not apologize for anything uh, with misdoings, uh, that was the Houston Astros. So we can get to the Houston Astros. Rob, you want to throw up their schedule when you have a moment?
1: Rob is still finding trash can videos.
2: Chris is also on that on that wagon of uh giving us free stuff, I think, if we go out west. So There we go. Yeah, we are well connected on the way. I like this West Coast group, right? Like I didn't get shit from the central. Seriously. Yeah, I just you know, convinced free edibles. That's all no I do. No one was like, Come directly, I'll treat you.
1: <laughs> no one from Philly offered us a damn cheesesteak. I mean Yeah.
2: The East didn't do shit for us either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, where are the garlic fries? We're like, where was we're really was nice Sandra? in the West
0: Coast, okay? We're really nice. We yeah, like where be, where was like Sandy be, for the East
2: Coast show to give me some garlic fries? Dude. So here's <laughs> here's the Houston schedule. This is the first time we can theoretically consider anything that Houston's done since 2016 to be valid. This schedule is certified to be real, um, and we look at it. And uh, what are your takeaways? We'll start with you, Henry.
1: Um, I think the short season benefits them greatly. They don't have to deal with fans booing them. They don't have to deal with, uh, you know, players throwing at them because now there's no fighting. Fighting's been banned. And they don't have to deal with the long grind of a season of just that. You know, that aspect is grinding and weighing on them. Initially, in the 162-game season, I had them missing the playoffs. I think, you know, they're still loaded in the short season. You know, they'll make the playoffs. They'll grab a wild card spot probably. Um, the team is too loaded in too short of a season not to do well.
2: So. Are you officially coming off your stance? Because I think before the shortened season stuff happened, you had Houston missing the playoffs. Oh, I had, it...
1: yeah, over 162 games. Like I said, I just think the, the stress of going to ballparks, getting booed in parking lots, getting booed all the time, they were going to get thrown at a ton by players. But there was a ton of players pissed off. A we lot of that stuff spring. went away when COVID hit. So, no
0: fighting rule, huh? Yeah, it's almost they, like it was planned. Yeah,
1: no fighting. <laughs> Come on,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> They, they they dodged the bullet here and and you know they they're still good enough to to make noise in a sixty game season and I expect them to compete for sure.
2: Maddie, what about you? as your division buddy? They've been they've been running you guys for a while now. Uh, how do you feel about the Three years? Efforts?
0: Is not a while.
2: Uh, it, it's a while in baseball world. Not to be how confused with about baseball. That a while
0: world. in a hundred and sixty-two game season. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, the Houston's been what? They've been top of the class in the in the AL West really since what, like 2015 minus the 2016 season? Yes. Oh, yeah. 2015, yeah.
0: So, they really started It was 15.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, you got five years now, the Astros have been at the top, more or less, give or take. Uh,
0: the A's beat them twice at the, for the top spot. What,
2: what do you feel about the Astros?
0: They're cheaters, and I hate them. That's all I
2: can do. <laughs> <laughs> good good man, going, forward,
1: going forward in this segment for the Houston Astros, everything will end with an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not
0: honestly willing to – I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm, I really want to see what they can do without all the cheating, per se. Right? Are they really as good as they say they are?
2: So, that's a good point. Um, this is something that has come up, I think, throughout baseball life, you know, since February – or really since I guess January. Um, and, and that is a good point as to what are like it's worth talking about are the Astros as good as they've looked? And I know you read the report and it claims that twenty nineteen there is no cheating going on. So theoretically you could say that's your baseline, the twenty nineteen lineup, and that lineup hit like two hundred and ninety something home runs. So it's pretty good. Lineup. I don't believe it. I don't yeah, believe it. I, I don't, I don't either.
3: either I don't I personally, believe
2: it. No. I personally think this is like every other MLB investigation ever. Which is that they go fifty to sixty percent of the way to try and cover their ass, and then the rest of it we won't find out for another ten or fifteen years once some investigative reporter reco- does the proper research. It's the same thing with steroids.
3: Yeah, I think they were cheating right up until the last out of the World Series last
2: year. To be honest, I completely agree, I agree because why? Why else would the Nationals be so paranoid in that series? And they got tips from several coaches and players around the league to change their signs constantly. Why would they go through that if the Astros the whole year? Exactly. Not, perfect- not only totally.
1: that. Why? Not only that. Why would they stop? If they won, why would they stop? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. The result why they why won. They you, you
2: think after the Red Sox did probably did the same thing back to get back to them, that they were just like, all right, well, we had our title, and now we learned our lesson. We're done mm-hmm. like that. That is the least classy, oh, well, not at all. most arrogant, most pretentious organization probably in sports. It's a fraternity from every account we've read that they're run exactly like a fret. That you cannot tell me those types of personalities Luno, after beating the Yankees, supporting a domestic violence (laughs) uh, player with domestic violence support clothing in the locker room near him, you can't tell me personalities like that learned their lesson without getting any sort of punishment and then stopped it. So I I do not believe that they stopped at any point in 2019, which brings up the validity of this argument. How good is the Astros' core? Because these guys have been cheating since these guys came to the majors. It's not like Bregman had five years under his belt. Yeah, I mean. Altuve is the only guy you can say, you know, was there first. And even he took a major step forward with the power in the last few years. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's still a great core. And those guys still have lots of talent. I mean, I think Springer's a great player. I think Bregman's a great player. But how great are they? We don't really know for sure. We're not going to know until three years from now.
2: Yeah, and Leon brings up a good point in the comments section. The Rays, minus that first inning by Glasnow, which uh, there were rumors that he was tipping his pitches that inning, uh, the Rays almost took him out last year. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. So, they did. And then the Yankees weren't that far off. <laughs> you no. know, they, they went to the ninth inning of game six. Two of those games were won on walk-offs by the Astros. So that series was a blowout. So the Astros aren't starting from, like, some juggernaut level to me where they're unbeatable. Uh, They were were beaten in 2018. They could have been beaten twice in the AL in 2019 before they eventually lost. (laughs) In 2017, they were, without a doubt, cheating. So I don't don't know what their floor (laughs) is. I don't know what their ceiling is. I agree with you, Sean. I think their core is very talented. I I don't think there's any denying that. They've got a great core. But I look at this, too. Brian had brought up, he likes their rotation because it's Verlander, Greinke, and McCullers, which... On paper is true. Those are three very good arms, but we started to see some wear and tear from, from Granky in the regular season last year, and we started to see it from Verlander in the playoffs. These guys are old. Greinke They're and old. Verlander are old. They're in their mid 30s, going into their late 30s soon. Mm-hmm. I so mean, I I'm mean,
0: i also suspicious how Verlander was like, you know, he was doing so-so in Detroit, and then he gets to fucking Houston, and he becomes a fucking Cy Young all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean...
3: It was lights out last year, Verlander. It was ridiculous. It was like 2012, Verlander.
2: If you you ask Trevor Bauer, who hates the Astros, or anyone else, they'll tell you Houston has a great pitching organization. So it doesn't shock me that guys like Garrett Cole went there or Verlander went there and they became great. Now, Grange didn't, but that was a short sample size, and he's old. So I Well uh,
3: Granky pitched well for them though, wasn't he? Eight and one with a three point two. You know, I th- he pitched well. Was it that low? I thought no, it was he was
1: like he, this he, It was up there. It was I think he had like a bad second half or something.
2: I didn't think he did great in the regular season. He was pretty, he big, was was pretty big he was pretty big for them in the playoffs great. though. Like in, you know, he yeah. pitched really well in the playoffs, which surprised I, me. I, I
3: still think. I still like Granky <laughs> because his career is going how we thought it would go. As he's lost velocity, he's gotten more savvy as a pitcher.
2: Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's a very pitchers,
3: smart. I I still like Granky a lot. I think he's very effective. He's,
2: still. he's a very smart pitcher for sure. Yeah, very uh, he, he has the kind of stuff that, like you said, can translate really well. He could extend his career, um, but he's still old, and he's not he's not in his prime anymore. Neither is Rolander. Those guys could be great. Verlander was a little banged up originally when we were going to start the season. That would have concerned me. But, you know, now everyone's pretty much healthy. Uh, The Astros do have a few guys, some of their younger arms, who are hurt right now. So they don't have as much depth. Their farm system's not as elite as it's been. They made that trade for Granke last year, which kind of depleted them of any top prospects outside of Whitley and and Parker uh, or Tucker. And those guys are in the majors now. Um, Or Whitley, Whitley's not there yet. He had a really bad 2019, but he's still got the potential. Outside of those top guys though, we don't know what that farm has to offer necessarily. So the major league product is kind of what it is. Now I said this about the 2018 Red Sox, it bit me in the ass because all they needed was their major league product to roll through the league. Um, But I don't think the Astros are as good as that Red Sox team. So when I say that I I think the A's will, will win the division, uh it's all of those things kind of culminating they don't have as much depth they don't have as much farm. they their their rotation is old and they lost garrett cole and they lost garrett got, Colts to their chief competition in the al in my opinion uh granky eight and one
3: 3.02 for the astros last well, year all right, that, all, right <laughs> all right i stand corrected he, he was great for the that. astros yeah yeah the, you know oh, yeah. one 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 point oh six whip his strikeouts per nine Fell off to seven
1: point five. Yeah, he, he allowed more contact, but he was still getting out. That's
2: expected yeah, going, going from the NL down. to AL, though. I can understand that you, you deal with the DH. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, Granky was great for them. They, there's yeah, no getting Granke, around that. Can Granke he do still it again? It's, yeah. Any any year now, those guys can can decline. There's just no getting around it. They're at that age. Like Verlander's been at that age. Now he got paid, so we'll see. Man, any uh, day that, now,
3: any day now, those guys can fall off a cliff. Let's yeah. hope.
2: This is the year. I don't think the Astros will disappear until after 2021. So I do consider them formidable. Would it shock me? Especially Henry brought up great points. This season couldn't benefit them more. They were in the World Series. They went to game seven. They don't, their pitchers don't need to be used as much because of Mm -hmm. the shortened season. They don't have to deal with crowds. They don't have to deal with other pitchers hitting them because that's you know that's going to be that's going to lead to a lot of illegal activity. There's no brawls. No one can stand up to them. So all those things are going for the Astros. They're really going to skate on by. Probably not see any wrath. Um, the Astros Mets love and,
3: the coronavirus.
2: Yep. Mets and They're Cubs fans are going to bitch and moan in 2021 when this comes back. But I can tell you one thing, and I'm sure you agree, Sean, and I'm sure you agree, Matt, as fans of fan bases who were spurned by the Astros, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> the second oh, there's yeah, fans, I, I will go. never let it go. The second there's fans allowed back in the stadium and Houston's in that stadium there they should hear it from Yankees fans and they should hear it from Angel's fans and Dodgers fans and and everyone else so uh, let's um, all, let's,
0: I was stoked about opening the season in fucking Houston, but that didn't really happen. We all know why yeah <laughs> let's
3: you know. also let's briefly talk about how egregious what they did was. The You know, we've been watching baseball our whole lives. The whole point of pitching is to fool the batter. Unless you're, you know, Mariano Rivera or a relief pitcher that's going to throw, you know, you know, 20 fastballs or you're Nolan Ryan. The whole point is to trick the batter. And they took that out. We're not tricked. We know what's coming. Like, you
1: know what I'm it saying. is? You know what it is? They fucked over the two most hated teams in baseball, and so fans give them a pass. Yes, that's They true. fucked over the that's Yankees true. and they fucked over the Dodgers, and everyone's Although like, "Oh, I'd, fuck argue, them, I'd
3: argue that the Red Sox yeah. are slightly more
1: hated than the Dodgers." right. Uh, absolutely right. the Red Sox are slightly
3: more hated than the Dodgers.
1: You know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my point yeah. is they they screwed over yeah, yeah. the two teams that are that have a fan base that people hate. People yeah, that's to true. Shit on the Yankees people love to shit on the Dodgers, and because those are the two teams that you know suffered the most from the cheating, fans are like, "Oh, okay." Let's move on. It's okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, they try to bring up stories about Yankees and steroids in the 90s, which that's been proven
2: false. Yeah. It's very... Very,
1: you know, like, come on. I don't want to hear ver- about
3: steroids. Every team had guys on steroids. Give me a break. And,
2: and that's the main difference. It's very much an, an enemy of my enemy is a friend situation from the Godfather. Yes. It's a, I'll you know, it. the the, the you're, you're hurting the Yankees and Dodgers. I don't care if you murdered people. That's great. That's, that's yeah. how all of these fan bases who don't win things historically, don't win things now, aren't competing, just want to see other teams who are competing get hurt. That's what you're seeing is they're supporting this. If the roles were reversed, it, you know, if you, have, if you have the Mets who are in the World Series any of these past three years, if the 2015 World Series happened in 2017 and the Astros were in it, it's a different story. I guarantee yeah. it you're not right. looking at every line of that report being like this is the only thing that could have happened. Like, yeah. But there's way more smoke to that fire. They don't want to acknowledge it, which is fine. And no one, you know, not everyone's going to be perfect, but I completely I, agree with you. I just, just remember was, how
3: sh- I remember how shocking
2: game 5
3: was in Houston. That crazy game 13-12. Yeah. And then I and then I find out that the Astros did not swing and miss had a Kershaw curveball once in that game. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh, okay, now I know why that game was so strange. Every time they needed a big home run, they hit one. Every time they needed a big hit, they got it, you know? And now it's yeah. like, oh, it all makes sense now.
1: Yeah, and when, you drilled, invited when you drill this... down on it, when you drill down on the games and the situations and you start breaking it down, it's, it's egregious. Clear, it's clear as day and you're like, fuck, that's really fucked up. Like, I can't yeah. believe it happened. and I can't believe there isn't more backlash. And, you know, Rob Manfred dropped the ball. We spoke about this over and over, but he he made it worse, by the way. He handled the punishments and, and, you know, everything else.
0: Oh, he absolutely made it worse. He did not handle it the way he should have done. Manfred's terrible. He's got to be the worst in sports right now. Uh, It's
2: it's bad.
1: He's worse than Goodell. horrible.
2: We have had several episodes about Rob Manfred's credibility as the worst commissioner.
1: His defense was (laughs) it's a piece of metal, which is like, oh, my God. Come on, man. So dense.
2: if you, know, cur- really... you know
3: a curveball is coming, you can just sit back on that oh, curveball and just wait, you know. Well,
2: and, what, and what cracks me up, Sean, to to the points you've been making is that the common fan can't seem to differentiate what the Astros were doing what other teams may have been doing. We don't have proof outside of the Red Sox that it actually was happening. But, like, the Yankees will use for an example because, I don't know, Henry, what's it have been five or six times now they've been accused in 2014, yeah. 2015 of cheating. Exactly. Um, and it yeah, automatically what, gets pulled what, in. With what was what the, the accusation?
3: Ass- they, they, they messed with the bullpen phone. That, yeah that, right, like that. They,
2: they yeah. asked from a bullpen phone if a pitch was a strike or not. and somehow that is the same thing in some fans' eyes as knowing the pitches, decoding the signs against the other team's knowledge, mm-hmm. and then developing a live relay system to know what the pitch is when they're in the batter's box before it comes. Yep. Like this oh. is somehow that's the same thing. And by the way, it wasn't illegal <laughs> when the Yankees were doing it, but I get the <laughs> yeah. ethics I get the ethics behind it. It was still immoral. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it's unbelievable that people can't differentiate the difference yeah. uh, between what the Astros did and only the Astros did. Until there's other yes. solid proof in and investigation solid by proof. MLB, it is only what the Astros did. Until that happens with another team, it's not the steroid era. Like, that is, yeah, a, I, that is a crazy I'm comparison sorry. to me. Crazy. I think what the Astros did is exponentially
3: worse than any steroid. Any right. steroid I agree. Question, accusation. Because the only thing that people are butthurt about the steroids is, oh, the record books are a little skewed now. Yeah, but you know, teams weren't winning the World Series because they knew what pitch was coming when right. they were on steroids. You still had to hit the ball. You still had to guess right. You know, and plus it was a level playing field. Everyone was on steroids. So there's no yeah, advantage. I, I, agree. There. I didn't think there was an
1: advantage there. I agree. The steroids thing is, is it was widely used. You know, some players weren't using, but some, most of them were. It was yeah. kind of like, let's look the other way. But Selig like, knew what was going on and brought the game back. It, this one is different because you're, you're cheating your peers directly to their face. You know, you're, you're cheating your opposition. You're not That's playing on the level playing field. Like, they play just as hard as you. And you're just taking it away from them by just grossly cheating.
3: Yeah, you're messing with the integrity of the of the competitiveness well, yeah, yeah, of exactly. the game itself, of the actual yeah. you know, the balls uh, and the strikes.
2: I agree. Yeah. And, and to say, and we saw this a lot early on, to say that not knowing what pitch is coming is not an advantage because you still have to hit the ball is maybe the dumbest bullshit. thing. Rock maybe the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. If you're a baseball fan, yeah. If you're, is, if you're if you're if you're
3: guessing, if you're guessing fastball and a curveball comes, yeah, you're going like, to be off. I mean, Changing
2: speeds and the and the trajectory of the pitches is the entire sport.
3: It is <laughs> the it's, it's entire the whole point of pitching. Around
2: it. The whole yeah. point
3: of pitching is to Yankee. fool the batter, trick the batter.
1: That's the difference between guys that make the pros and guys that don't, being able to hit that breaking ball. Yeah. yeah. Everyone can hit a fastball going back to high school. Yeah. You put anybody, you put the the, the worst player, the biggest scrub in, in the batting cage and he can hit a fastball.
0: Yeah, they can hit a breaking
1: Sorry. ball. It's Just like, you know, Pedro Serrano. He Canada can cross the fastball. Here you go. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: it's that, that second and third pitch. The second pitch makes you a good reliever. The third pitch makes you a good starter. And there's a yes. reason that you need more than one pitch unless you're Mariano Rivera, who, by the way, also had a fastball that no one talks about. Yeah. Um, a, a
3: lot of relievers have one pitch. You know, right. A lot of relievers yeah. closes.
2: Because of sample water, size, maybe. yeah, for sure. So, I, I yeah, I mean, I don't – I think the big thing is Houston is the mystery box of 2020. There's a lot of variables in their favor. There's a lot of variables from years past that are not in their favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But if you break down the team, they always seem to have a good bullpen. As James mm-hmm. pointed out in the comments section I mentioned earlier, they're a great pitching organization. They're way mm-hmm. – they were way ahead of the curve on pitching – uh, analytics mm-hmm. and future and technology and whatnot. Now teams yeah. like the Indians, Yankees, Dodgers are starting to catch up, but mm-hmm. they had that—they were ahead of that curve and it was right around that 2017 time. So they yeah, have in, that going it, for them.
3: In a vacuum, taking away all the hatred and the cheating, Astros is still a very talented team and very yeah. dangerous still. So and
1: I—they do, they they do right have that. some questions because you have like Correa coming off of injury, you have Yuli who's another year old. You know they do have some questions. Gonzalez like repeat the same breakout season he had. You know, there's a lot of question marks there, but yep. that, that team is talented for sure.
2: Back of the rotation. It's going to be a string of guys who haven't done it, uh, but have huge upside. So you just don't know. I, I'm waiting for Josh James. Josh James throws 101. I'm waiting for him to to put it together as a pitcher.
1: Um, Alan, need a comment in the in the section, he said, make Joe Torrey the commissioner. I think baseball fans would jump out of a window if Joe Torrey was commissioned (laughs) just because of his links to the Yankees.
2: Oh, the conspiracies. Yeah. Just like when Stanton was traded to the Yankees and the world ended. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Derek,
1: did us a favor.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Derek Derek knew what he was doing as always. So (laughs) uh, yeah. So, I mean, Houston can go either way. I I do think there's way too much core talent there and way too too many smarts in the organization for them to be a total non-factor, like they may have been in 162 just based on the outside factors, uh, they'll be a playoff contender. And we'll, we'll see exactly how formidable. Wouldn't shock me if they went to the World Series. Wouldn't shock me if they were a wild card and lost wild card night. <laughs> so we'll see. Leaves us with our final team of the night. This is Sean's moment. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now the Dodgers, I think, mean something to everyone here in a different way. But we can start with you, Sean. Does the schedule, first of all, mean anything to you? And second of all, what are your thoughts on the Dodgers?
3: Well, obviously, they're stacked from top to bottom. Um, I think they have a few advantages this year that we talked about, which is the DH is a huge advantage for them. Um, I think depth is going to be important in a short season. I feel like, you know, if a key guy goes down for your team in a short season, that could Ruins a team season. You know, you lose a guy for 20 games, that might cost you the playoffs. The Dodgers have tons of depth. They could afford a couple injuries. Um, the schedule, I guess, I, I read that it was the ninth easiest, according to, you know, their opponents. But it's also, <laughs> one, it's also the, one of the most, highly, the most travel that they have to do. an easy schedule. Yeah, yeah. They have an easy schedule. And uh, I th- like I said, I think the only thing working against them is the 60 games is a, is a wild card. We don't know, man. If they start out slow, you know they can yeah. get in a hole. But other than that, I mean, top to bottom, I mean, what do you want to talk about? The lineup, the bullpen, what do you? The prospects we can. We can
2: who do you right think? Here. Who do you think is going to be? Is it a rotating DH for you, or is there someone specific you're seeing there most of the time?
3: Well, I think you're going to have Betts and Bellinger in the outfield, and you're going to rotate Peterson and Pollock, uh, you know, in left field and DH. But you also have guys you could throw in there on a on a day. You still have Kike Hernandez. You still have Chris Taylor. You still have Matt Beattie. And watch out for Edwin Rios. This guy's been crushing the ball, too. So, you have, oh, yeah. Oh, forget about Lux. Yeah. You have, well, yeah. If Lux starts at second or if he does or if Fernandez starts, you, you got a guy that's, you know, a solid major leaguer in your DH spot. I think that's a huge advantage. Now, I've been lobbying for the DH and the NL for a long time. Same here. Not, not, car, not smart. only yeah, – Yeah. Not only because it helps the Dodgers, but because – it's the way that it's going to go. You may as well just get there. We know it's going to be a DH world eventually. You may as well. I think that's why they're doing it this
0: year. They're basically, it's like a fucking, it's like a trial period. And if it works out, they're just going to universally do it. Yeah. I mean, I think every
3: baseball league in the world, except for one in Korea, uses the DH. All the minor leagues, high school, everywhere Mm -hmm. is DH. The National League is the only place where they didn't have it. So, I mean, you may as well just keep it for good after this year, I think.
2: John, I don't see a single even week on the schedule that's difficult. <laughs> no. no, there isn't. <laughs> the, there, the like, there's a series here and there. Obviously, Houston sticks out. Uh, I mean, even to start the year, they're home. So, like, you know, maybe the Diamondbacks and Angels could be a little difficult. I don't know why they play the Angels for one game. That's weird. Yeah, because
0: well, um, it's, a, the it's we always we, like it's like tradition to play the Dodgers every year. It just happens. Yeah i just for a game.
3: playing pretty tough. Yeah, it's even
0: good. like two games. Sometimes okay. it's just two games or one game. It just it always happens every year. Isn't it isn't it
1: called something? Yeah, we call it the freeway series. No, that game. Isn't there one game that's called something? Yeah, the freeway oh, you know,
2: those series. Those are those are exhibitions, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I also know oh we always
0: play the Dodgers right before we start an actual season. Yeah,
1: we even, always play those expedition
0: home. games. But, yeah, <laughs> are that one series, it's usually it's usually what happens. It's no, just no, this,
1: no. What Vince was talking about, there's a single game on the 21st, which is yeah, tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a fake which game. Which is so an exhibition game. Oh, yeah,
0: that's an exhibition game. On my birthday.
2: So yeah, You start home with the Giants, and then you've got only two for Houston, and then it's, you know, Arizona, San Diego, home for San Francisco. I mean, there is not a single week on this schedule where I'd be like, that's a tough stretch. Yeah,
3: I mean, the schedule's in their favor. You know, everything is in their favor. I feel like it's an easy it's an easy walk to the playoffs, at least. And then you got to uh, – only the Braves really scare me in, in the rest yeah. of the, the league. The- I mean, the Nationals have taken a hit. um the Cardinals are okay, but who else besides the Braves is going to get in the way of the Dodgers? I don't – I can't really – I'm not really scared of any team other than the Braves. I don't see it happening.
2: If you don't have to play the Braves in the first round, you're not going to play them, so you don't have to worry yeah. about them. So I really, they're, never, they're never getting out of the first round. I like what they're doing with Bueller, too. They're going to make Dustin
3: May piggyback on Bueller. That's the plan because they're going to build him up. I guess they're going to pitch Bueller 50, 60 pitches, have May come in, Pitched a couple innings. And Dustin May, who i just like to say that I love. I love everything about Dustin May. Other than the fact that he has the best hair in the major leagues, that we know. Um, You look at his short sample size last year. Dustin May, 34 and two-thirds innings. He pitched to uh, a 3.6 ERA, 1.06 whip. And you could say that's a short sample size. But when I look at his minor league stats, 403 innings, almost the exact same stats. You know, he was a one – you know, seven seven hits per innings. You know, almost nine strikeouts per nine. Um, I love Dustin May. I think he's going to be the key player for the Dodgers this year. They lost Price. I think you can slot you can slot in May, and he might even be better than Price was. We don't know how much David Price had left. So
0: I really oh, love. I Dustin forgot May. Price opted out. Yeah, yeah Price opted
2: out. I was going to say, Dustin Mayers a big-time prospect. So, the yeah, fact he, he's good in the majors, not surprising. You've got some other interesting guys. Uh, you traded for Gratterall, right?
3: Oh, well, that was the big bonus of that trade getting held up, that they wound up with Gratterall, and all they mm-hmm. gave up was Jeter Downs, who they yeah. don't really need because they have enough bats. Gratterall, this guy tops out at 102. You know, he's had some yeah. injuries, but, you know – Bullpen has always been the one question for the Dodgers in this run. You know, how is their middle relief going to hold up? With this guy, Gratterall, I mean, I'll give you a hot take. He might be the closer by the end of the year.
2: Well, that is a and hot take. He will, I like he that. Will
3: be the, he will be the closer next year. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll say that.
0: I can see him ousting Jansen for sure.
3: It's
2: Jans, interesting. Jansen,
3: Jansen is the one weak link. He's the one part of the Dodgers that worries me.
2: It's interesting to me that Bueller's going to be part of a piggyback. What about Julio Urias? Is he um, is he like all yeah, gates open, or is he yeah, is he going to be a starter?
3: Yeah, he's in slotted in as one of the starters right now. You know, it's Kershaw, Bueller, Stripling, Urias, and Wood. Um, what are your I thoughts on gonna... Gaslin? What's that? Goslin or whatever his name is. Gonzolin,
2: Gen- oh Gen- right? Tony Gonsolin,
3: yeah. They, I like him too, but they optioned him down. But uh, I think you'll see him at some point. He's not, yeah. he didn't make the club, but I think you'll see him at one point. He's got some good stuff, Gonzolin. So uh, yeah, losing, I, losing I, Price wasn't losing Price is not as big of a deal for them when you have a May, you have a Gonzolin, and you have a deep staff. But uh, Urias, I think he's finally over that injury, and we have to be super careful with stage. I think they're finally gonna let him go this year, and he pitched great last year, you know, in, in short spots. Yeah, He's always for, been the big prospect, you know. He was the guy before Bueller. That was yeah, I mean, he was, he
2: was supposed to be like a generational arm when he was a prospect, though. Yes. it was a big-time praise. Um, yeah. Harry, the, the Dodgers are probably the only team in the majors who can tell the same depth the Yankees have. That's major league proven. Um,
1: I, I, I actually think they have more major league proven depth than the Yankees. I think the Dodgers are the cream of the crop.
2: That was my question. Is do, you do that? Are the Dodgers the deepest team yeah, in the I agree majors?
1: with that. I, I think so. I mean, I look at oh, this doubt. I see two potential holes. That's maybe at third base, but they're so deep that they can plug a Max Muncy at third base. They can plug other players at third base. Yep. They can plug Kike Hernandez at the third base if Justin Turner doesn't do his thing. And like he said, you know, Kenley Lee Jensen, he's a question mark. He's your closer. I, I hope Dave Roberts isn't like – You know, Married to Jansen Yeah, if he was smart enough to do bullpen by committee Oh, this is the best matchup for this day Like, I'm going with whatever Because that bullpen is sneakily deep And they got played I mean, I felt like we've talked about them With Rookie of the Year for the last four or five years They had a player in contention They're like the Yankees The Yankees had Glaber, Sanchez I feel like the Dodgers have had somebody in contention For Rookie of the Year Every year for the last four or five years yeah. yeah, and this year it's, this year it's Lux. So. It's an embarrassment of riches when David Price can opt out and it's an afterthought because David Price could still be pretty damn good. He may yeah. not be, you know, what he was in Tampa Bay, but he still, you know, can contribute. He, he looked well the second half of last year.
2: He well, could have been a weapon. He could have been going, a going, going to that stadium, you know, going from Fenway to, to Dodger Stadium is, is an automatic advantage, DH or not.
1: I expect oh. them to just bludgeon their way to an NL title again and be in the World Series. What th- There's two things that scare me, and Sean touched on it earlier in the podcast. For the last three years, they've stumbled out of the gate, and you can't do that this year. And I look nope. at that schedule, and I think it was San Diego. Um, San Francisco. San Francisco before, then San Diego, and then someone else. And so I can see maybe they stumble. But if they don't stumble out the gate, they're gonna run away with this shit.
3: I, I think they have the mindset of we can't stumble and I think they're focused and I think, you know, you, you got a bunch of game you got a bunch of gamers on that team who aren't gonna get lazy. You know, you got veterans like Turner. I feel like Muncie is one of the more underrated stories in the last two years. The guy's the guy's on base the guy's on base percentage is three eighty over the last two years, I think. He's got seventy yeah. home runs. And nobody really talks about him that much.
1: i got a guy like John Peterson who's really their fourth outfielder who would be a starter on most teams.
3: Yeah, and when he's facing a right-hander, you're talking about a, you know, a weapon. Yeah, he can't hit lefties. He's never yeah. been able to hit lefties. But if you can just platoon him and play him against righties, he's another – you know, he's a masher.
1: We will see Gavin Lux this year. It's a matter of how small they're waiting nine days. You know, they'll play the game. Yeah, we yeah. will see – Guy, the kid is too talented and too damn good to hold down. Too good. You know,
3: and uh, you can always use KK Hernandez at second. You can use Taylor at second. You can use
1: Muncy at second. You have, they have Mookie bets on, on a free agent year. There's just too many things
3: yeah. to go. I feel like check. Betts is the reason that – Betts is the one that puts him at the top of this. Yeah. You slide you know, him in there, and the depth this, just becomes one more slide. This is what
1: know? scares me with the Dodgers. At some point, you keep making the World Series, you have to win one. Yes, yes. You can't be the Buffalo Bills of the MLB. You got to no. win one. <laughs> You, yeah, can't get, you can't keep getting there and not win one. So I think if they keep doing that and not win one, that, that'll be a big, big stain on the organization.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already painful. Well, I mean, it's, this is getting to be almost a Braves-like run. When yeah. they won all those divisions in a row, I think they won 14 in a row. I see no reason why the Dodgers can't win the division for the next two, three years. I'm gonna, so you're I, talking Sean, 10, I'm going
1: to ask you, do you have any crow in your house? Any what? Any crow. You have any crow? crow yeah i want you to eat crow because i for years you've shitted on Friedman <laughs> as a gm <laughs> I, well you know it's 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 a specific thing with him mean, they, they were
3: they were in position to win a world series a couple of times and he held back and he was too safe they could have got andrew miller they could have signed max scherzer instead let's get brandon mccarthy let's get scott casimir you know let's get brett anderson these guys were garbage yeah you, you know he did spend 80 million dollars on anderson Kazmier, and mccarthy
1: he made so, up for it i think
3: he did make up for it. I can't complain about Friedman yeah. anymore. So. But no, like, I, I'm just,
1: off that. I'm off that. This is, this is the cream of the crop to me. I think this yeah. team is too deep, and as they it, still have, you know, uh, bullets in chamber, you know, for the future. that The team is loaded, man. Well, they got they,
3: – they, they're committed to Will Smith as their catcher, and two of their best prospects are catchers. Yep. Um, Ruiz, Kelbert Ruiz, is a big prospect. And uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Diego Cataya. He was the number one international prospect in 2018. He's think a big broad
2: catcher, too. I think that's the big divide in my mind. When you look at a, the other juggernauts, and it, you know, well, again, we'll look at the Yankees and, and compare it to the Dodgers. The Yankees, Yankees, can their 26-man roster be as good as a Dodger? short. Sure. Yeah. Can their bench be as good as a Dodger? Short. Sure. But then yes. you start looking at the organization as a whole, and what blows my mind about the Dodgers is that year in and year out, not only do they have rookies who come up who – perform like Chris Taylor did, like Max Mun- Muncy did, like Lux probably will this year, but they still have like an elite farm system. Mm-hmm. It's yes. Just, it's, it's a total pipeline. They're like a less feminine version of the Cardinals in that they, <laughs> they produce like true men into that organization every single year who just become major, major candidates to win all sorts of awards. The Cardinals are a fantastic organization at it but they're not as good as the Dodgers are in my mind. Um, and they specialize in in pitching, not not both. Like the Dodgers yes. get great pitching and they get great hitting every single year without fail. And they still have a good farm system. And that's what separates it. Like the Yankees have an, an, an average farm system. It's not bad. And they've got some pieces like Clark Schmidt who are waiting, but it's not the Dodgers. No one is but the one, Dodgers right now.
3: Yeah. One of the big sea changes with the Dodgers, with Friedman and the old Regime was that the old regime didn't spend any money on the international pool, and now it's the polar opposite. Now mm-hmm. they're all over the international pool, you know. That's you got the,
1: that's the one area Cashman had an advantage over play over other GMs.
2: Yes, yeah he he ran through the Dominican <laughs> Republic and yeah. uh and and those other the, yes. you know the other countries like that he ran through it before other teams were doing it, uh, and still is. Uh, We just basically throw a bunch of shit out the wall and see what sticks like every two years or whenever we can get pool money. Um, The Dodgers are doing stuff like that.
3: Friedman has also made a couple trades that you don't think about much at the time. And now you look back, how great was the Puig-Alex Wood salary dump? Mm -hmm. They got Jeter Downs out of that, who was in the bets trade. You get Gratterall for Downs. And they also have Josiah Gray, who's probably their number one prospect right now. Fireballing, you know, potential two or three starter. I mean, you got that – and he's got Alex Wood back. I mean, so basically for Puig, you got two big prospects and you indirectly got Mookie Betts. Friedman makes a lot of clever moves like that. That's why, you know, I've definitely come around on him, turned around. You know, I'm all good with Andrew Friedman now. Me and him are, me and him are tight. You guys are
2: tight now. Very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're looking at this – you know, they're the other team in the city. You, it shouldn't be a rivalry. We've discussed that. But, I mean, what do you think about the Dodgers? Is this, is this tough as an Angels fan, or are you just, like, win one and then talk?
0: Well, I don't I don't really care about winning one. If they want to win one, go ahead, win one. I'm not going to get mad. But, dude, <laughs> I'm jealous just of their fucking development system and all of that. I wish we had that as an Angels team. Like, they're so good yeah. at developing players and so good at drafting. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, there's no end in sight. I mean, getting when the international they... prospects, too. It's just like they're fucking, they're, they're the A. They're, yeah, they're on their A game. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, yeah like, if
3: there's no end in sight. When, when are they going to have a rebuild? It seems like they don't need a rebuild. They don't need one if you keep going. No, because they get yeah. slowing
0: and they keep getting better. There's no rebuild in sight for the Dodgers. Like, you, know the how people
1: say, you know how people say we hate big market teams? Because big market teams who are smart, this is how they spend their money. Right. Yeah. Go and they find young talent to eventually replace dying talent instead of signing them to stupid deals. You pick and choose where to spend your money, and then you keep turning out talent. And that's what the Dodgers do. It's it's a
2: great point. Nobody hates the Giants and Cubs right now, or the Tigers. (laughs) Those are big spenders. The hatred is towards the Dodgers, towards the Yankees, because they're spending and they also develop talent, which is the part that gets overlooked when you're a Pirates fan and you're super upset because Bob Nutting's your owner. You don't look at the fact that the Yankees and Dodgers, mainly the Dodgers here. Dodgers to me are the the top right now. Uh, Top organization in the entire game. They have every single part of that organization running correctly and efficiently and effectively. And I'll also point out, Matt, you were in Florida, and it is still not dark out at 8.42. Nope, not at all.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. not, but it's hot as balls. Look at his face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I am indoors in <laughs> well, air conditioning. So I, really, I
0: need to pee really bad, too, so I'm like holding on.
2: Yeah. Well, on that note, let's uh, – yeah, I mean, I, I, I think what everyone said is, is pretty accurate. I mean, the, the Dodgers have 45 win potential in my mind, if everything yeah, is right could- for them. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see what they are. We have many things to note, one of which is I have worn something that is festive to each show that we've had so far. This one belongs to the Dodgers. It is my Vin Scully nice. microphone shirt. Nice. Says Vin, and it's a microphone. Fits me very well. Um, Vin Scully, the goat the goat yeah Yeah.
1: no disagreements
2: and brooklyn Brooklyn native of course so uh yeah so that's that last week was the indians before that was garrett cole so other things to note um first of all thank you matt and sean for joining us you guys were absolutely wonderful a lot of fun Glad, yeah, glad to have you guys. Sean, it was great to. You're like a rock that we finally uncovered. Oh, uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, uh, finally. Got Sean, to do
4: Sean has shit
2: been. With you. Sean is one of our like day one
1: dudes, man. He's been with us since day one. He's in every yeah. group. He's a big yeah. participant in every group and. When He's I like was the fan I, of the
2: opera. He like comes out and murders someone every once in a while, and then we just I, don't out, I,
1: I said, I hope I'm, he doesn't say no. He said, ah, I'm not too crazy with Zoom. I said, download Zoom and let's get a test run. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. Was like,
3: I'm yeah. in so
1: many. I'm in so many
3: groups, but I will say, this is, you know, the life groups are at the top. That's the cream of the crop. Thank you. Because man. you know, you don't get but any BS here. in there. And then when you do get some BS, it gets taken care of quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really yeah. the top of the crop.
2: It's That's a true. pleasure.
3: It was a pleasure to be here. Thank I you, appreciate it, it. I appreciate
2: it. it. That's where the three of us come in when it when when when, when things need to get handled. Um <laughs> yes. Matt, happy 30th birthday tomorrow. I know that it's a big thank day you. for you. Yep. Happy you're birthday, bro. Thank you. On your unlimited <laughs> bro, vacation. So we're we're glad you're happy and and uh 30, safe and, and healthy. Yep. Thirty.
3: Thirty miles. Um, <laughs> it's all downhill from
2: Henry's all like downhill from here,
4: Matt.
3: <laughs>
2: it's all downhill from here, Matt. It's all downhill. We're fucking 30. <laughs> uh, thank you again to Eddie Morales for the, if you missed it earlier, our, our Otani book. The yes, O-line thank you. Eddie. Jay Paris, the author. Uh, we are excited to, to be able to get to read that, Henry and I. Um, we have a special edition tomorrow of the audible 7pm if you are not in football life and you like football feel free to join it that's going to be randy hammond and matt bushnell will be on um so that's 7pm tomorrow eastern time a special edition of dong city thursday 6 pm eastern time so come right back with us that's opening day where there's guaranteed to be baseball nothing could possibly stop it from happening Uh, We are going to be on for about an hour right before that leading into first pitch nationals, Yankees. So that is our next show Thursday. And then of course we will be back Monday with our regular 7 PM time slot. So thank you guys again for joining. This has been the Western division preview. We're going to make our playoff predictions and award predictions, Henry and I next or uh, on Thursday, Thursday. right before opening day. So join us then. This has been dong city. Everyone have a great night. Thanks for having
0: me guys.
4: Later.